0: Chapter 22 of A Coin of Edward the Seventh. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Coin of Edward the Seventh by Fergus Hume. Chapter 22 Olga's Evidence. Giles saw in the girl almost as great a change as that which had taken place in her mother. Formerly haughty and self possessed, she was now quite exhausted and broken down her dress was muddy and wet and in disorder she had a grey face and red eyes huddled up in the chair she looked a pitiable object the ruin of what was once a beautiful woman "Anne, lost cried the princess clutching at a chair to steady herself olga what do you mean olga did not answer she closed her eyes and let her umbrella fall with a crash giles saw that the girl was quite worn out hastily filling a glass with undiluted whiskey, he held it to her lips and made her drink the whole of it shortly the ardent spirit did its work she sat up and began to talk in a stronger tone but the excitement was artificial and would die away soon princess caraxay saw this and urged her daughter to tell her story quickly before she collapsed so that the police might be sent in search of anne The police will never find her, said Olga with an effort. She is with Mark Dane. He has taken her away. Dane? echoed Giles. Dunham's secretary. Olga looked at him with an inquiring air. How much do you know? she asked, bracing herself up. As much as your mother could tell me. I know that Anne is your half-sister and— Yes, Olga tried to rise, but sank back again. She is my sister, my dear sister. "'and I love her with all the strength of my nature.' "'Ah?' said Ware sadly. "'Why did you not talk like that when last we met, mademoiselle?' Olga passed her hand across her forehead. "'I was mad, I think, but that is all over. "'You need have no fear now, Mr. Ware. "'My passion for you has spent itself.' "'Olga!' cried the princess, scandalized. "'You rave!' "'No,' answered her daughter.' I did last time Mr. Ware and I were together, but now I talk sense. Did he not tell? I told nothing, interposed Giles quickly, and you had better relate when and where you left Anne so that we can find her. I'll do all in my power to save her and bring her back to you, Mr. Ware. I was mad to talk and act as I did, but I have been punished by the loss of Anne. Olga! cried the princess in desperation, for heaven's sake, speak reasonably. "'Why did you go out with Anne last night?' There was a note for Anne from Mark Dane, asking her to meet him near the abbey. She wanted to see him as he vanished after the supposed death of her father. "'Of Alfred Denham,' interrupted the princess angrily. "'I will not have that man called Anne's father.' "'Of Denham,' said Olga obediently. Anne wished to learn why her father had acted in so peculiar a way. She could not understand his behaviour. "'He is a scoundrel and Anne a saint,' said the princess bitterly. "'No wonder she could not understand him. "'She thinks he is a good man.' "'But surely she knows that he killed Daisy Kent,' said Giles. "'No,' interposed Olga. "'She denies that he did. "'I expect Denham has managed to deceive her in some way.' "'Why did you not undeceive her, mademoiselle?' "'It was not yet time,' responded the girl quietly.' but my mother told her a portion of the truth. Yes, I said that she was my child, and that Denham had been impersonating her father, George Franklin. Then she can't think Denham a good man now, said Giles. I don't know, replied the princess hopelessly. He has such power over her. He has been her father's so-called for so long that she finds it difficult to believe ill of him. To learn the truth was why she insisted on seeing Dane, said the girl. Dane knew all about Denham, and Anne thought she would make him confess what he knew. And did he? That I can't say. I went out with Anne and we walked to the appointed spot. Mark Dane was waiting for us. Was he not astonished when he saw you? Why should he be astonished? asked Olga, looking sharply at Ware. Because I understand from Steele that he troubled you with letters you mean that dane was in love with me yes he was and is olga cried her mother again do behave yourself oh this is too serious to be a mere matter of behaviour mother i have made use of dane's love to learn all about the society of the scarlet cross to which franklin and dane belong you can tell us that later said the princess impatiently i want to know how you lost anne well mother Dane was astonished to see me. He was most respectful, and said that he had a message for Anne from her father. From Denham. Yes. Anne mentioned that Denham was not her father, that she had just heard the truth, and Dane was amazed. He hardly knew what to say, but ultimately stammered out some sort of denial. Anne did not give him time to speak. She said that she would see Denham herself, and get to the bottom of the imposture, "'Then she asked what message he had sent in the character of her father. "'Dane refused to give it in my presence, "'so I walked away for ten minutes and left them together. "'Oh, I was foolish! I know!' she added in reply to Ware's exclamation. "'But I thought Mark Dane was devoted to me "'and would not play any tricks while I was about. "'However, I did leave them alone. "'Anne was not in the least afraid, "'as she always got on well with Dane and trusted him entirely.' When I returned in ten minutes, or it may be more, they were gone. Gone, echoed the princess, much agitated. Where? I don't know. I searched everywhere. I went round and round the abbey. I asked a policeman. They were nowhere to be found. I fancied that they went across to Westminster Bridge, which they could easily do without my seeing them. Anne must have gone of her own accord. She was decoyed by Dane. I don't know why, no more than I know what inducement he held out to lure her away. I searched for hours. Then I asked a policeman about the matter. He told me to go to Scotland Yard. I went and inquired for Steele. He had gone home. I have been walking the streets all night, said Olga with a haggard look. Oh, great heavens, moaned the princess, wringing her hands. What would your father say if he heard he will never know unless you tell him mother i can look after myself easily no one molested me i had a cup of coffee at a stall this morning and went again to see Steele. he has gone out of town to rickwell asked giles eagerly then he remembered i can't understand i called to see Steele at midday before i came here and he was then in his office well the official i spoke to about nine o'clock told me that he had gone leaving a message that he was going out of town and would not be back for a few days. "'I wonder,' began Giles, and then held his peace. It occurred to him that Steele intended to remain until he caught Dane in the trap laid for him in this very flat. The knowledge that the man had decoyed Anne away on the previous night made Giles the more eager that he should be caught. "'You will see Anne yet, princess,' he said, for she was crying bitterly. "'Oh, I hope so, I hope so.' "'But where is she?' "'We must ask Dane that.' "'How are we to see Dane?' demanded Olga wonderingly. Ware explained the use made of Olga's name by Steele to trap the man. "'I expect Steele will call on you today to tell you this,' he said cheerfully. "'I am not sorry, and yet I am,' said Olga thoughtfully. "'I know much about Mark Dane, and want to save him from his bad companions. "'But I hope Steele won't put him in jail.' That would ruin him entirely. Besides, Steele promised not to have him arrested. Promised you? said Ware, astonished. Yes, it was I who told him to look after Dane. I know much about this matter. Then, seeing Giles puzzled, she explained. When I first met Anne, I saw that she was like myself in looks. That drew us together. You see it yourself, do you not, Mr. Ware? Yes, replied Giles and I often wondered at it. Now, however, that I know you are half-sisters, I wonder no longer. Princess Caraxane nodded her approval, and Olga continued. When I learned that Anne's name was Denham, I rather drew back from her. She said that she was born in Jamaica, and knowing what my mother had said about Denham, I thought Anne was the daughter of my mother's enemy. Afterwards, I learned the truth through Dane. How did you meet Dane?' "'Well, I knew him by sight long before we spoke. "'He used to dog Anne and myself. "'She never saw him. "'When I described his looks, "'she thought he might be her dead father's secretary, "'for she then believed her father, Denham, "'alias Franklin, was dead. "'She wished to see him, "'but Dane always kept out of her sight. "'Then, when Anne went to Mrs. Morley, "'he still continued to dog me. "'He got to know a concert hall "'where I frequently sang "'and hired himself there as an attendant.' then he took to sending me love-letters i was angry at first afterwards i wondered if he knew anything about denham and thought he must if he really was the secretary as anne said i asked him to come here olga said the princess you have behaved badly it has all turned out for the best responded olga wearily she was beginning to show signs of fatigue again but still kept on with her explanation in the most plucky manner "'Dane came. He is a handsome young fellow and was well dressed. I led him on to talk about Anne. He told me more than he should have done.' "'Told you what?' "'That Denham had come in for money and was living at Rickwell. As I knew from Anne about the Powell money, I put two and two together and concluded that Denham was pretending to be Anne's father, that she was really my half-sister, and that her pretended father had really murdered Daisy Kent to get the money as Franklin.' "'But how did you know about this?' asked Giles. "'Why?' replied Olga, much surprised at his density. "'I read the case in the papers. "'I knew that Anne could not have killed Daisy, "'and having settled in my own mind that she was not Denham's daughter "'from her resemblance to me, "'I decided that Franklin, who lived at the Priory and had the money, "'was really my mother's enemy. "'I sent for my mother. "'She came over, went down to Rickwell, and recognized Denham. "'That is all.' "'Wait a minute,' said Giles quickly. "'What about your telling Steele to look after Dane?' "'Well, Mr. Ware, it was this way,' she answered. "'When you came to me and talked about the Scarlet Cross, "'I remembered that Dane had such a one on his watch-chain. "'The badge of the gang.' "'Of course, but I did not know that until later. "'Then Steele came in, if you remember, "'and hinted that the Red Cross was a symbol of such a gang. "'Your talk of the cross being found in the church,' and that you thought that it was dropped by the criminal set me thinking i sent for dane again and tried to find out the truth at first he refused saying it was as much as his life was worth to talk and i dare say he is right mademoiselle denham would not stick at a second murder by the way did you know he was wilson only when dane confessed i gradually got him to be confidential to me promising that he would not get into trouble "'He was so deeply in love with me "'that he spoke up at last. "'My dear Olga.' "'Well, mother, "'I knew if I could get at the truth "'I could save Anne.' "'The princess nodded, well pleased. "'I am glad you thought of your sister.' "'Olga flushed a deep red "'and her eyes sought those of Giles.' "'It was not my sister I thought of, "'but of myself,' "'she said in a low tone. "'You see, mother,' "'I fancied that I might get something if I could prove the innocence of Anne, for I—' "'Is any explanation needed, mademoiselle?' said Giles uneasily. "'She paused for a moment and looked at him straightly. "'No,' she said at length, "'that is all over. "'I think no more explanation need be made. "'But with regard to Dane, he told me that Denham had come to England to see about the money left to Daisy Kent.' "'He disguised himself as Wilson and lodged at a Mrs. Benker's. "'Then he went down to Rickwell and—' "'And murdered Daisy,' interposed Giles eagerly. "'So I said, Mr. Ware. "'But Dane, who seems devoted in a way to Denham, denies that he struck the blow. "'Does he know who did?' "'No. He says Denham doesn't know either.' "'Denham's a bigger scoundrel than you think,' said Giles.' Recalling his last conversation at the Priory, he accuses Anne of murdering the girl. You'll have to prove it then, said Olga coolly, while her mother shrieked. I'll be able to save Anne, never fear. However, Dane told me that the Red Cross was the badge of a thieves' gang. Denham had a yacht called the Red Cross, which goes from one port to another to take stolen goods on board. That's what Steele says. Of course. "'Dane told him when he taxed him with it. "'The boy, for he is just twenty-five, told me everything.' "'And you told Steele,' said Ware rather reproachfully. "'I had to tell Steele, if I wished to save Anne,' retorted Olga, "'but I asked him to do nothing to imperil the liberty of Mark Dane.' "'Did he promise that?' "'Yes. Dane saw him in Bournemouth. "'I told him to call with a note which I gave him. "'Dane did not know why he was sent,' And when he discovered that Steele was a detective, he became afraid. I believe he told something, but he afterwards ran away. "'He doesn't trust you any longer, perhaps,' said the princess. "'From his attitude last night, I think he does, although he was a trifle reproachful. "'He will come if Steele has written a letter to call him here in my name. "'Then I dare say he will be able to explain why he took Anne away. "'Will he do so?' Ah, that is what we must find out. Olga paused, then continued. I wanted Steele to learn all he could from Dane about Denham, as I wished to see that man arrested. Nothing would give me greater pleasure, said the princess. I thought of that. Denham tried to ruin your mother. And he did. he did, she said bitterly. He tried, or rather, he is trying to ruin Anne also said olga for these reasons i wish Steele to find evidence against him so that he may be arrested and made to confess his wickedness dane is the one who can tell most about him and i think dane will for since denham got the powell money he had not behaved very well while they were thus talking a knock came to the door the servant entered with a card which she presented on a salver to her mistress olga who was thoroughly worn out took it languidly then suddenly became excited He is here, she said. Mark Dane is here. End of chapter 22 Read by Céline Major